Hi there. Welcome once again to another exciting edition of Neil the Deal on Talk and Fight, available on talkandfight.com, numerous other platforms that are streaming great content such as ours. I hear you've got a great boxer profile lined up for us tonight. Neil, is that right? Am I told correctly? Hey, how you doing, Graham? Thanks a lot for having me out again. Great, thanks. Yeah, we're talking. Thanks a lot, buddy. We're uh, we're going to be talking about uh, one of the old timers, one of the classic great guys, uh, gentleman, humanitarian type guy, right down my alley. And uh, so we're going to talk a little bit about him. But first off, guys, I'd like to say to all you fans, talking fight fans, the Neil the Deal Show fans, thank you very much as usual for the likes, the shares, the comments, all the great stuff. The subscriptions have been coming in. Left, right, and center. We're on fire. We're cooking with hydrogen. So uh, let's get her going tonight. We're going to talk a little bit, Graham, about that guy I was just mentioning. Uh, and it's going to be, guys, tonight we're going to talk about Joe Lewis. Joe Lewis. Uh, he was uh, one of the all-time greatest fighters of all time. I believe guys like Ali and uh, Foreman and Fraser and all these guys, he was like the original... Uh, He's like the Jackie Robinson of of boxing. You know what I'm saying, guys? So he broke the barrier pretty much uh, single-handedly for that one. So, uh, Joe, we love you, man. Always remembered. God bless you, buddy. Um, so let's just talk a little bit about Joe and a little bit about Joe's career. He had an amateur career and then a little bit about his retirement, as we always do on the Neil the Deal show. So, again, guys, thanks a lot. Two thumbs up, and guess who won the game yesterday? Yeah, I told you. I told you. Pretty soon we're going to have talking bet, and I'm going to teach you guys how to win money. So not only you come to the show, but I teach you how to win money. So it's pretty good. So we're going to we're gonna talk to the producers about that eventually. We'll see how we do. Kind of like Jimmy the Greek, you know what I mean? You know, look him up, Jimmy the Greek. He was awesome. Way in the 70s. Unbelievable. So anyways, I was a kid, loved him. All right, so we're going to talk about Joe Joe Lewis tonight. His nickname was the Brown Bomber. He was the Brown Bomber. Everybody knew who he was. He was born Joseph Lewis Barrow on May 13th, 1914, in uh, Chambers County, Alabama, United States of America. So he's a U.S. man, and uh, he was a real good one, guys. He, in, in his era, there was probably nobody uh, even close to him. Um, at the end of his career, he did fade as they all do. He kind of hung on a little bit too long, maybe, but he loved the sport and, um, you know, he gave it his all in every fight. I've watched probably 30 of his fights. Um, and he's, he's unbelievably skilled, uh, unbelievable. The ring savvy, the footwork, the combination punching, the body punching, the counter punching. He had it all that guy. So I'm sure a lot of the guys that are out there, um, even the retired guys now, older guys that were watching when they were children were watching this guy because he was he's actually the icon of uh, the sport, probably. He's one of them, that's for sure. Right up there with Ali. So uh, he competed from 1934 to 1951. He's six foot one and a half. He weighed about 213 pounds at his uh, final weight um, in his final fights. Around 213, 215. His amateur career was uh, pretty extensive. He had 54 fights. He won 50 of them. Uh, 43 fights in his amateur career by knockout. So his knockout uh, ratio, Graham, is like 90% or something as an amateur. So he was 50, 
wins, four losses in his amateur career, which is basically unheard of even, you know, I mean, he hit that magic 50, as we always call it, in his amateur career, and then uh, catapulted himself into a, a professional career that was uh, unmatched at the time. And he didn't duck nobody either, by the way, guys. All you talking fight fans, Neil the Deal fans, this guy didn't duck nobody. No duck and run for him. He went at him, straight at him, and he gave it his best shot, and he basically won 90% of his fights. So he won the gold. When he was a child, he won the uh, Golden Gloves Novice Division Championship in the light heavyweight division in uh, 1933. So he was, uh, you know, the novice light heavyweight champion. Um, he also won the U.S. Amateur uh, Championship. Uh, it's the AAU tournament in 1934. So that catapulted him into a professional career because his amateur career was so uh, so spectacular. So he moved on to his pro career. We'll talk about some of his pro stats here. He had 69 total fights, uh, of which he won 66 fights. Pretty impressive, eh, Graham? Yes, so yes. He only lost three fights in his career out of 69 fights. So that, uh, guys, look up Joe Lewis. That's why he's such an icon around the world, and uh, people recognize him. Uh, they recognize his name. He was... Uh, absolutely a gem an absolute amazing boxer so please go and see a little bit about uh, uh the, the brown bomber right so he had the uh he had the 66 wins 52 knockouts of the 66 wins he had three uh three losses he was ko'd twice in his career uh he won his first 24 bouts graham that he started his career oh uh 24 and 0 with 20 ko's so right off the hop he was basically uh there wasn't too many guys that were able to stand in with him, right? Um, and he showed everybody what he was all about. And he had a loss. His first loss we're going to talk about because he only had three losses. So his first loss was he was KO'd by a guy named Max Schmeling. That's Max Schmeling. He was a German boxer who was uh, right up at the top of the ranks there back in the day. I believe he was being trained by Nazis. He was an actual Nazi, Graham. So he had the same training as Hitler's guys. You know what I mean? So Hitler was training this guy somehow and uh, ended up, he's got to fight the Brown Bomber and he beat him. The, the German guy beat him. So that was a pretty big shock to the people of the United States and around the world that Joe Lewis actually lost a fight. He had, had not lost before that. So then after that loss, he won 34 straight fights, Graham, right? 29 of them by KO. So he avenged that loss with a, with a, spectacular flurry of wins with spectacular uh knockouts i mean 29 knockouts and 34 fights like not too many guys have ever done that sort of stuff his last fight was um october 26 1951 and uh, he fought of all guys to end his career rocky marciano <laughs> so he lost <laughs> to marciano because we know marciano was 49 and 0 and so after that marciano loss he uh I guess he figured that, that was enough, right? He retired from the ring. And in that fight, if you guys watch that fight, guys, Neil the Deal fans, talking fight fans, Joe Lewis versus Rocky Marciano. Joe Lewis took a beating of his lifetime. Like it was a bad situation. Um, he was TKO'd in the eighth round, but it was eight rounds of being completely beaten to a pulp. It was almost, it was almost like Larry Holmes beating up Muhammad Ali. It's sort of on that level, you know what I mean? Where it wasn't fair. It, people didn't want to see it, really. And I don't even think that Marciano wanted to do it because I know that Marciano had mentioned in his autobiography how much he respected Joe Lewis and uh, 
and did a lot of um, stuff in his career based around what Joe Lewis taught him uh, with it. Even being a professional, I think it's, it's being a professional in public, uh, public appearances. He helped Marciano out and Marciano felt bad about laying that severe beating on a guy that he, you know, respects and, uh, and adores. Basically I heard that he adored him. So, Oh, well, that's the fight game, right? Everybody's got to eat, you know, you got to make a living. So that's the way it goes. Uh, this is an unbelievable stat. He made 25 title defenses, Graham. And uh, he held the heavyweight title from 1937 until 1948. So he was the heavyweight champion of the world for 11 years. <laughs> 11 years. I think now, guys, I think there's a new champion every six months. <laughs> like now. It's Deontay Wilder. The next time it's Tyson Fury. The next time it's, you know what I mean? Like it just keeps going and going. These guys don't last more than six months and they lose their time. Klitschko, Vladimir, all of them. This guy held the title, your title, by the way, 11 years. Come on. Who does that? Nobody. So, and to this day, it's still a record. Hey, eh, Graham, that is a record. So he holds the record for holding the heavyweight championship world crown for the longest duration in the history of boxing, 11 years, the heavyweight crown. So all the big boys, Tyson, Holyfield, any of these guys, they didn't do any of that, right? They just, you know couple of years four or five years and then that's it right not this guy so we'll end it up here um he had uh 20 he had 27 title uh fights in his career and he ko'd 23 of his opponents in those title fights so and that included five world champions that he ko'd so he not only beat the best but he knocked out the best and he retained his titles and he put them up uh for anybody to take from him and apparently nobody could take them <laughs> until he got a little older and a little long in the tooth i guess and you know father time caught up with him i guess you would say right so right god bless you joe that was awesome we'll just talk guys a little more quickly about uh about his uh fights and ones that you guys might want to go check out um these are amazing fights any one of them uh you'll love them all so we'll start with um primo canera right? He TK'd him in the sixth. We got Max Bear. He KO'd him in the fourth. We talked about Max Bear, Graham, remember? Uh, yep. They're on the Beverly Hillbillies and all that, right? Yep. Uh, Jack Shark Sharky, he KO'd him in the third round. Uh, Max Schmeling, he, that was the loss. He was KO'd in the twelfth round, and then he had, he fought him twice, and then he won the second match, the rematch, and KO'd Schmeling in the first. So he avenged the loss with a win in the first and knocked him out. So that basically is, is, is amazing, you know, like to be able to avenge a loss like that and knock the guy out that knocked you out in one round is, is that that's, that'll tell you how, how amazing he was. He also fought uh, buddy bear. He bought Billy Khan. Billy Khan's another guy. You might want to check out Joe Lewis versus Billy Khan. Uh, he KO'd him in the third, the 13th and the eighth. So he beat him twice, Billy Khan. Uh, back in the day, the fights were, a lot of them were 15 rounds. They don't do 15 rounds anymore. They're all 12-round world title fights. Um, they might, the odd one, I don't know, maybe 15 rounds. But back in the day when I was growing up, every heavyweight championship fight, any of the Halley, Nortons, Frasers, Foremans, any of them are always 15 rounds. But they don't do the 15 rounds anymore. I think it's some sort of a health and safety issue, I guess. 
by the time you've taken 12 rounds of a beating, you know, you don't want to have to take three more. Right. So they, they, I think they cut it off at 12 now. So a couple other quick guys was uh, Jersey Joe Walcott, who we'll talk about in another episode guys. So keep yours for uh, about Jersey Joe. And lastly, uh, Rocky Marciano, which was the final fight for him. And he lost, uh, he, he lost by a TKO in the eighth round. So unbelievable fighter in his retirement years. I understand he was, uh, doing a few appearances, TV appearances and stuff, small little parts. Uh, he also, he also helped out in the boxing community immensely. He would, he would go to a lot of fights. I can remember Graham watching world title fights with uh, Tyson and Holyfield and these guys. And he was always in the crowd and they would always say, you know, they'd always announce his name over the, the loudspeaker and let all the people and all his fans know that he was actually there at the fight. I remember seeing him. He was uh, very elderly at that point. And uh, he basically would come in with two canes. He had a wheelchair and, you know, it was Joe Lewis, right? So hell of a fighter, unbelievable guy. He wrote a book. There was some movies made about him. Uh, they've had commemorative coins. The U.S. Mint has made Joe Lewis commemorative coins. So he goes down in the history, guys, as one of the very, very best, probably one of the innovators of what we now call uh, boxing. Um, obviously he wasn't bare knuckle, but he was, um, pretty close to it. He, he was, like I say, born in, in like 1914 or 15, you know what I mean? Like way back. So he, he learned, he, he probably as a child, Graham, I would think he'd be watching these bare knuckle guys like Jack Johnson in this as a child, I guess, you know what I mean? Cause they didn't have gloves and stuff back in 1910. It was just put on your Lululemons and start winging punches you know what i mean <laughs> get on your lululemons we'll see you in the ring bieber bieber i hear you like lululemons come on bieber i'm coming for you i love you i won't hurt you i promise i promise i just want to just want you to come out and show the world that neil the deal is a better boxer than you that's it so we'll, we'll address that when you decide to be a man how's that when you grow up call me bieber all right, Justy, JB, I love you, buddy. All right, so um, Graham, that's our Joe Lewis for the night. I just want to thank the fans, all the people out there. I got a couple of shout-outs tonight, Graham. Some people that I was talking to on the weekend, and uh, I had a great time with them. I wanted to say hi to Amanda. Amanda, if you're watching, how you doing? It's me, yeah. I wanted to say hi to Alicia, obviously, my friend Alicia, my best friend. I wanted to say hi to my buddies over at uh, over at the railroad. I'm getting a bunch of calls from the railroad boys, my old friends. Uh, we're the railroad boys. We're the last of the cowboys. We are. So those guys are calling and making making fun of me, but that's what we do. So uh, I just wanted to say, you know what I mean? Try working on the railroad. That's uh, an experience in itself, guys. Put your try that. It's crazy. It's cowboy style. So, anyways, thanks a lot for watching. I really appreciate all the likes, the shares, the comments, and obviously the subscriptions. Please keep them coming, and hopefully we'll see you tomorrow night. Graham, I understand. Is there a possibility of us having a live guest on Wednesday, or has that been sort yeah, of? That's, that's confirmed. Sid Vanderpool will be joining us. Right on. There you go, guys. It's coming from the boss's mouth. Mr. Sid Vanderpool will be on the Neil the Deal show on Wednesday. So please watch and learn from one of the world's best, a Canadian guy, one of my favorite guys, Sid Vanderpool. We talked about him uh, about a couple of weeks ago, I guess now, Graham. And uh, what a heck of a guy. 
So I'm really looking forward to it, Sid. Can't wait to meet you, buddy. You're in my heart. You're, a, you're an absolute gem. I love you. We'll see you on Wednesday. Sid's coming. Thanks a lot for coming out, everybody. God bless you. We'll see you soon. Hopefully tomorrow. Yeah, thanks very much. You appreciate that. Quick question. Is the Joe Louis Arena named after him in Detroit? Yes, it is. Absolutely. Yes. What's the connection then between what's the connection then between Joe Lewis and Detroit? Well, I yeah. think there was something I don't know. I honestly don't know. It's something I will look up. I will find out what. But yes, it was definitely named after him. Maybe he was a personal friend of Mike Illich, the owner of the Detroit Red Wings, who owns Little Caesars and all the other companies that Mike owned. Uh, rest in peace, Mike. Thanks for all the great hockey teams, buddy. And uh, it, maybe it was just Mike Illich liked him. <laughs> as simple as that. He just thought he was a great person and thought it'd be a great way to pay homage to the guy and name the, name the stadium after him. I, I mean, makes sense, I guess. Yeah, I mean, he's maybe Mr. Illich just liked him. <laughs> not many people have arenas named after them, eh? No, not really. No, we don't have the, uh, what do we got? Scotia Center? We should just rename it the Bobby Bond Center. <laughs> How about that? Best Toronto Maple Leaf ever. Or maybe even the Daryl Sittler Center. Or the Dave mm. Keon Center. Not the Scotia Bank Center. That's for girls. Like, really? got to be named after somebody cool you know like a good hockey player for toronto right how about the how about the wendell clark center there you go that's what i'd call it toughest biggest heart best player love him the most wendell you're watching dude i love you wendell you are the bomb bro so anyways graham yeah we'll uh we'll let the let let us uh try to figure out that question well i'll do a little research about this joe lewis arena thing that's cool all right, we'll see you tomorrow night then. Yeah. Fantastic, Graham. Thanks a lot for having me out. And again, guys, likes, shares, comments, subscriptions. They are flying in like hotcakes. It, it's unbelievable. I'm, I'm completely yep. blown away. And I want to thank everybody from the bottom of my heart. Thank you so much, guys. Have yourselves a great day. Hope you had a great weekend. I certainly did. And uh, let's just keep rolling and uh, we'll, we'll talk to you tomorrow. How's that? I hope you're here. We will. God bless you. Thanks a lot. Thank you, Neil. Good night.